name is Nicko Jaspard. I'm an empath and paranormal investigator. I am also an author of a dozen books. Thank you for listening to Haunted Real Connections, where I'll bring you the best mediums and paranormal people the field has to offer. Stay tuned for another great show on Paranormal King Radio. everybody hope you're doing well and welcome back to another edition to haunted real connections on paranormal TV radio and i'm your host nicole gaspard and i have another awesome guest and uh we have brian boha hopefully i said your name right <laughs> so welcome yeah, to that, our that's show how you say it. <laughs> and as, thank you and as always uh, i have a list of questions and hopefully our audience will submit their questions as well during our interview, and um, let's see. Of course, I have to ask, what was your first paranormal experience in the mind sharing? Yeah, so um, <laughs> you you nailed my name, and most people Woo-hoo! don't. So I, I really <laughs> appreciate that. I really do. Um, what I tell people is, it's kind of like U-Haul. You just take away the U, and you add a bow, and it's bow haul. Oh, and, you know, and by the um, way, if I may add a little bit, tell everybody about, about yourself. I'm sorry you forgot about that part. Oh, that's okay. Um, so I've been in the paranormal field for about 10 years, and wow. uh, I created a group called the Paramigos. Awesome. And I started it with my best friend, <laughs> and we kind of started, we watched way too many, you know, episodes <laughs> of Ghost Adventures, you know. I think and we all so, did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, you know, so we we filled up an ice chest full of beer and we drove out to the middle of the desert and we went to every location that we could that they've been to and it was fun. But then I think there's a couple of locations. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And and so, you know, we were, didn't, weren't really taking it seriously, you know, but when we started to capture evidence, you know, we, oh, wow. we kind of realized there's really something to this. And so bit by bit, we got more equipment and it got a lot more serious. And we realized, you know, this stuff is real and um, it was exciting. And so to answer your question, what was my first paranormal experience? I was with my best friend and we were in a cemetery not too far from where i live it's 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 uh like kind of like what i call home base um it's oh. in raymond california and we were out in this cemetery and that my buddy he just told me hey man you, you gotta check this place out it's freaking haunted and i'm like yeah whatever yeah right <laughs> you know so we take this 30 minute drive and we're driving to through this old ghost town and then we take this dirt road and it's like kind of ominous when you're driving down it, you know, there's, there's dust go- coming out the back of the car, you know, we're all pumped up and we're not drinking at this point, you know what I mean? Right, okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's a positive, right. you know? Yeah. And, 
And so we get to the location and literally there's this, this cemetery with, you know, out in California, it's, it's a little bit different, you know, because, you know, you go to the East coast, you got like graves from like the 1600s, 1700s and stuff like that. But for us in California, as you know, you you see something from 1800, 1850s, you're like, Oh wow. This is like, yeah, I get excited myself to see that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Right. So I'm walking around and, and I'm reading all the names on the graves, you know, and like I'm just reading them out. And as I'm doing that, I'm just running a spirit box and I'm recording it, you know, with a digital recorder. And literally right after I say name through the spirit box, I have something come through saying my name, my full name. Oh, wow. It says Brian Bohall. And if you've ever used it, I know you just bought a spirit box, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So literally that's six syllables, right? And I've got it at 150. That's what I like to run it at. I mean, that went through seven, eight radio stations. And I heard oh, wow. my name through that. And so that was my first real paranormal experience. And it blew my mind, you know? Yeah, it does. Because I, I wasn't even talking to the spirit. The mm. spirit spoke to me, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Even though it scared you at the time, but then later on, like, oh, cool, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> was, sure. it the, uh, was it the Spirit Box 7 or an 11? Uh, so I, I have both. I, well, I, uh, I have a at that time, <laughs> You have a 7? Okay. Uh, at that time, I, I only had a, a Spirit Box 7. And oh. uh, it, it 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 really is kind of my go-to more than any of the others. Yeah, I like the technology and all the devices and the different ones that I have. I have quite a few. Um, but the SB7, I seem to get more evidence with than any of the others. Yeah. Not that I have, not, I'm not knocking it or anything with the 11, but it seems a bit more complicated. Well, really and truly, all it is, is is just two spirit boxes in one. You yes. Know? Um, and you can run them both at the same time. So, uh, really and truly, if you can get, you know, um, both of them to run and you catch a spirit, it's almost like validating, you know, uh, what the SB seven can do. If you, if you get a voice coming through both channels at the same time, uh, that's validating it and that's pretty exciting. So, you know, like I, like I said, all of them do something different, you know, but ultimately you know whatever tool works for you when you're out in the field that's the best you know one to use <laughs> right that's true that always like sb7 i guess i'm used to it <laughs> yeah yeah um anyway speaking of equipment did you just put together an sls camp yeah so um you mind sharing with that what that does and everything i'm still yeah, learning so, about it myself <laughs> yeah so the SLS is a is a pretty cool device. Um, basically, it's pretty pretty simple to put together. Um, right, yeah. You know, if you get the right parts and pieces, you know, it, it is pretty easy to do. Unfortunately, it's it's kind of hard to get the right parts and pieces. But oh, ultimately, bet, yeah. what the device does, okay, is it shoots out lasers, okay, um, to an area that you're pointing, okay. And it sends this laser, you know, it records 
what those lasers are doing, you know? So it's, it's kind of like a camera with lasers. And it's, if you point it at something, it's shooting at like thousands of lasers to a certain location. Okay. And then if it picks up on something, if it matrices on something, okay. And it's not there, then it will show a spirit. But also, you know, if you have a person standing there and you point it at them, it's going to show them as well. Right. Yeah. And it kind of looks like stick figures. <laughs> what? I'm sorry? And it kind of looks like stick figures. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, when it, when it so <laughs> I made one this past, I've been working on it for about a week, and I, I took it out to a location this past Friday. And I oh, noticed wow. a couple things. I'd, I'd never used it before. Um, but we had a door, and it had some blinds in it, and I was pointing it at this bed that I told the room was haunted, right? And so when I had it, I, I saw a figure there, and I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, wow. you know? So. Of course, the first thing I did was I asked it that, and it didn't do that, mm-hmm. and it didn't really move. And then I realized that this door it had a glass window in it with with blinds, right? Uh, so what it was doing it was matrixing off the blinds, and what it does is it does show you a stick figure every time. So I kind of debunked what was going on at that certain point in time. Um, but that device is is fun to use. Um, I don't have it completely portable yet because I'm waiting on the right tablet to come right. in. But it can but, be uh, a portable, right? A device. Once yes, you get it will. Together. It will be portable. I'd say in about a week or so. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. I bet that'd be heavy. <laughs> yeah. Now the the other device that that I've been using is is a lidar as well um, that was created. Oh wow by uh, one of the inventors for Ghost Adventures. And it's mm-hmm. a LiDAR device, and it basically does the same thing, but in a different way. What the LiDAR right. does is it sends a laser in the opposite direction. So it spins you know, 360 degrees instead of straight at something. Mm-hmm. And when it, it does the display on the tablet, okay, it... it um, it shows it like if you're in the construction, what I call planned use. So it's like it's like looking f- up from up above. Okay, so if you take the SLS and the lidar, okay, and you can basically it's almost like putting it in 3D. You can see 2D right in front of you with the SLS, and then with the lidar, you can see from up above. Okay, and so right. you could use those two devices to kind of. Um, validate you know what you're seeing if you see it on the sls and you see it on the lidar boom you know that that proves there's an entity in front of you okay. oh wow yeah that's interesting i never heard those <laughs> yeah is it kind of like the infrared camera or is it completely different than the one thinking about <laughs> yeah absolutely Probably. right <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that uh, tech savvy, but uh, I see uh, I surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I love tech personally. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason being is it just gives you another avenue to kind of prove things. You know, it, it, right, it yeah. is based on science. Okay, so I'm not saying you need to bring a thousand things with you every time you investigate. You know, it, it, I, right. as you become a an investigator, you know, you're either going to be the kind of person that just sticks to what you know, 
Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be the kind of person that grabs on to as much as you can to try and test out to see if you can come up with something new, you know? Right. And I always say that you don't have to blow your budget. Just stick within your budget. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I've spent a lot of money. I, I've also like uh, with the mm-hmm. LiDAR device that I'm using, and that was given to me um, to use. And, and oh, wow. uh, I'm very grateful for that, you know? really nice for the guys from ghost well from uh, jeff conkle from ghost adventures to do that you know oh wow well, yeah it's cool yeah, yeah they could be uh pretty expensive from what i've seen yeah I, and, and there's it's definitely nothing i could make you know what i mean yeah. and yeah i imagine scratch, it was right? expensive <laughs> yeah yeah well, <laughs> but he has a question for you um he wants to know what great locations um has you been to Okay, so <clears throat> goodness gracious, um, I do a lot of homes. Okay, yeah, I do a lot of homes. I do um, haunted locations as well. For I can kind of consider it for fun. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so where have I been? I have been to Preston Castle. Um, oh, that wow. is in Ione, California. I've been to the Kennedy Mine which is in uh, Jackson, California. I have been to uh, the Goldfield Hotel in, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of that town? I always forget the name of the town. But, you know, everybody knows the Goldfield. It's a bucket list location. Um, I've been to the Clown Motel. I've been... Nevada, I'm sorry? I could be wrong. I I think it's Nevada, but I could be wrong. It it is, yeah. Um, It's right by Tonopah. Uh, but the Goldfield Hotel, I've been there. Uh, in Tonopah, I've been to the Mizpah. I, I have been to the Clown Hotel. I have been to the cemetery right next to it. Um, oh, the Clown Hotel, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I didn't stay there, but um, I, I, would, I did investigate at there. At least not by it, myself. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Are you scared of clowns? Yeah. I've always been afraid of clowns, and no, I don't know why. Even when I was younger, well, I never really liked them. <laughs> well, do, do me a favor. Do not go in the lobby if you're scared of clowns. Okay. Why is that? Then I'll be one in his own. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. So what happens in the lobby? You know, my story. There are, are thousands of clowns, literally. Oh, thousands man. Of all different shapes, sizes, you name it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one of my um, friends, he was a, a preacher and his wife. <clears throat> She collected nothing but clowns. I'm like, I had to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't stay there too long. Yeah, I, I'm not scared of clowns, but I don't. That the idea of walking into a room full of them doesn't really oh, excite thank me God. that much. Room yeah. full of nightmares. <laughs> I always say. <laughs> so speaking of um, budget list, what what budget list of places? Yeah, you like to go to. I'm I'm weird. Okay. Um, I would join really like to. I'm sorry. I say join the club. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would really like to do any hospice I could get myself into. Okay. Um, I would also like to do an antique store. Uh, anyone that I could get into. Uh, I I find that fascinating. There's so many different items. Oh, yeah. uh, that could be haunted in an antique store. It would just be just tremendously fun to do. Yeah, that's how like that's how they found Annabelle. 
was from a antique store, I believe. Yep, I I think you're right. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't. That's the one in that whole series that I did not see. Mm. So, but I think I mean, you're I'm right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I should know. I read about them and I'm part of more like <laughs> foundation too. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, you guys another question. Um, is the Washington Club on the list as well? So I have not made it there. I have been to Virginia City. Um, uh, I went there during the pandemic, um, and I wasn't able to get into as many places I wanted to because I ran into some issue with weather. Um, but I made it to McKay Mansion, where Ghost Adventures were. Um, I'm hoping sometime this year to make it to Washoe. It is a definite bucket list location for me for sure. Um, I do have a partner in the Prairie Amigos, and that's uh, Steele Thomas. And she just recently went with uh, Shane from the Searchers and uh, did like a Paracon-type uh, group ghost hunt there and said it was amazing. And uh, so I, I am excited. I don't know a lot about it. I personally, um, when it comes to the bigger you know, bucket list places, I tend to not do any um, – history at all i just try and go there and experience it for what it is i hear you yeah even it's just the history about those places fascinates me <laughs> yeah yeah um so i purposely for that one i i haven't done any history on it i have seen a few tv shows you know with it in it but i i don't know anything about the history of it i just want to experience it you know i want it raw you know what I mean, so to say. <laughs> right, right. I love the Queen Mary. I've been there off and on throughout my life since then. My grandparents used to work on their engine room. Uh, when you when you were there, I mean, did you ever see the little girl or or anything no, like that? No, but I I've heard witnesses saying that they've seen her. Yeah. I'm well, pretty sure amazing. she's there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've I seen think... shadow people and like that, but I haven't seen the girl yet. So you have seen shadow people on there? Yeah. Uh, Especially in the uh, engine room my grandparents used to work in. <laughs> I have never seen a shadow person, and I'm I'm I really want to see one. I really do. Oh, you're so, so lucky. I've, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to be a medium, but I'm sure it'll get your attention. You see it from the parallel with your vision. And yeah, uh, I, wait, uh, yeah. the way the they always move, always freak me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. I, that, that, I, that, I don't scare easy, but I think that would terrify me a little bit, just seeing seeing one of those. Right, and me and medium, sometimes it's a curse because you see all these entities like, holy hell. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have two mediums in my team. Oh, and Both of them kind of do things a little differently. Um, and, and I'm always fascinated by, you know, I always ask them, explain to me what you're seeing, you know? So when, when you see a shadow person, are you physically seeing them with your eyes or do you see it in your mind? Mm. I would simply see them with our eyes. Okay. All right. And when you see something, do you see it like in a vision or is it a picture or does it like a flash in front of you? 
it is like a flash, it looks like a flash, and sometimes I'll see it dead on. So, hmm. that's why that's I think you see with eyes. <laughs> wow. Once in a while, I see a full body apparition. That that is something that is definitely I I would love to to experience and I just have not done yet so hopefully one day that'll happen that's amazing uh, me that's glad cool. you don't. <laughs> oh but yeah I'm, most, I'm mostly hearing them but luckily I tell them don't don't show up like all bloody and stuff like that to me <laughs> that freaks me out <laughs> oh my goodness that's got to be kind of terrifying yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see them anywhere. I can go to the first party and I see this apparition of the male standing with his arms folded. I'm like, you guys see that? You're like, what? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, maybe your house is haunted? She don't know, but... <laughs> so, yeah, I can so. So, I was going to say, um, with uh, working with the medium, do you also try to test this with the equipment? Sometimes, whatever we feel, sometimes the equipment would validate what we're feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what we do um, typically is is when we do an investigation, we'll mm -hmm. go into the area, and what I'll do is I'll do a baseline with a you know EMF detector. I usually carry two with me. Okay, so I'll say use um, a K2. I like the K2 a lot. Mm -hmm. And then I'll use a millimeter, okay? And so I'll walk through with one and the other. And then if I catch anything, I will validate it with the other device, okay? Mm -hmm. And so once that's done, we will bring one of the mediums to the location. And they will have no idea, you know, where where they're going. They'll have right. no idea, you know, <laughs> anything about the location at all. And we'll do a baseline with them. Okay. And then what we do from there is we try and validate things that they caught while we were there with our equipment. And we'll use oh, wow. the SLS, we'll use the LIDAR, we'll use cat balls, we'll use anything and everything. I like the cat balls. Hands on. Yeah, they're fine. They are. They're, they're a neat, cheap little device that works really well. And spirits mm -hmm. love to play with them. So, oh yeah, you know. I saw. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you a crazy experience I had when, when I was Queen Mary. I was uh -huh. we went in that very haunted room where it's been closed off for a while from the public, but we got to go in. I was feeling goosebumps all over and stuff, so I told them to bring their devices around me, and sure enough, there was something there by me. <laughs> no kidding, huh? Yeah, that was crazy. But so on a recent location we were at, our our uh, our medium Leslie, okay, mm. was literally Hi, having a conversation with with a small child, okay, mm. and she was talking about the little boy, and they, I said, well, where is the little boy? And she said he's over. He's going to go over to the stairs right now, and so I walked over to the stairs and I put a cat ball. I actually put two of them. Okay. And I asked the little boy to play with the cat balls and he did that immediately. And then I told him to stop oh, wow. and they stopped. And then I asked him to turn them on again and he turned them on again. And so we used 
Leslie, you know, to find the little boy, but then we validated the little boy was actually there and we, we did it with two different cat balls. Kind of interesting. Yeah. And would you mind sharing what's the difference between a K2 meter and uh, what's the other one, uh, the mill meter? Okay, so K2 is, is they're both EMF detectors. Uh, one uses kind of like uh, lights that light up to show you how much EMF it's detecting. And it has, you know, little numbers on where each light is and can kind of tell you how much it is. A millimeter is a little bit different. It's a digital readout. Okay, mm -hmm. so it actually gives you uh, the readout of how much EMF is in the room digitally. And it also has a temperature display. So you can also see if the temperature is fluctuating because, you know, if all of a sudden, you know, you lose 10 degrees, well, that tells you that there's probably a spirit in the room, you know, oh, wow. because they, they, if they're manifesting, okay, and they can cause temperature change because, you know, you see on TV, right? You see people with goosebumps and they say it gets really cold. Well, right. that's a way to validate that, that device. So a millimeter is just a little bit different. Um, the K2 is a simpler device, but they're both very effective and they work well. Right. I don't actually have a millimeter yet, but it's on my list. And I've used it before. It's been a, a long time. I'll, I'll tell you, to save you some money, you, mm -hmm. any EMF detector works. I do have um, a K2. So. Yeah, K2. Yeah. I use it all the time. I love it. It, it lights <laughs> up so you can use it in the dark. You know, you know, it, it's not quite as durable, but all in all, it does the job. If right, anything, I'd say get two K2s, okay? Yeah, so you can I do. validate what one's doing. You know what I mean? So if you right, get a readout with one, check with the other. That's all. Right. I remember when I was at David Elman house, I don't know if you heard of him. Um, he's out in Beverly Hills by the Sharon Tate murders. Uh-huh. I attended a tour around his Awesome house, pretty cool. You, you would like it. But anyway, my K2 kept going on throughout the house. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, so that can happen if, if you have unshielded wiring, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of one of the things you're looking for, especially right. in older homes. So um, if you're going around a house and you're doing a baseline, you know, definitely take that K2 and, and put it up to light sockets, you know, put it up to, you know, any switch, anywhere where there's electricity okay and you know let people know if you catch that you know you might want to have an electrician look at your wiring because you could have yeah, you know true. a problem you know what i mean so and that's literally what the k2 was invented for <laughs> right it'll <laughs> so. have it like next to your laptop or anything next or your phone yeah. or your phone can even make it so off yeah <laughs> So uh, anyway, he has another question for you. He wants to know if uh, do you like small towns or why do you like small towns? Okay, so small towns I like because I'm just that kind of guy. I, I'm not a big city guy. Um, I hear you. I'm a desert. I'm sorry? I said I hear you. You like it out here in Hibbit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like the desert. I'm a desert rat. I love 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 ghost towns it's there's always something happening there if you're into the paranormal there's there's always oh, a man, story yeah. you know there's there's always something to investigate and i mm -hmm. i i love people 
but I prefer to be in a smaller town, you know, just, just, uh, it allows me to breathe a little better. <laughs> I only want to see a, a haunted solo, you know, <laughs> it's only one time. Yeah. Um, go to chloride, Arizona. I oh. went there with, uh, CL Thomas and we, we did an investigation and there's, there's, a saloon there. Um, there's a, a jail that you can investigate, oh, and cool. you, all you have to really do is just show up in the town and be respectful, and nobody will mess with right, you. Right. You know. That's and, and yeah, keep that in mind. It's very haunted. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, what evidence have you found there? But it's haunted. You know, when we were there, I. I think we were running into more and, and we that's been kind of happening to us a lot lately. Uh, mm-hmm. It was more of like a native American president. Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry, president. Um, mm-hmm. We, we heard footsteps. We heard knocking. We, we communicated through knocking. Um, uh-huh. And we did get some EVP as well. When um, one, one of my recorders, well, I, I want, I've run a recorder, a digital recorder throughout my entire investigation mm-hmm. and it just runs and it was making a weird humming sound throughout the entire recording. And oh, it's, well. a, it's a linear PCS. So it's a really you know, expensive device. And, and I've never had that happen with that before, but something in the room that we were in was affecting that device and making it kind of crackle and kind of hum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was doing a burst session with another digital recorder and I wasn't picking that up, which I found kind of interesting. Um, and, and the medium that I was with CL, she w- says every time she goes anywhere with native American, um, you know, stuff, she always hears vib- feels vibrations every oh, wow. time. And I wonder if I picked that up with my digital recorder. I'm, I'm not sure. Possibly, yeah. But it's a possibility. That's true. Yeah, I mean, if you see, like, a poltergeist activity. Uh, have I experienced any? I like the towels there, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I haven't experienced any poltergeist activity yet. No. Mm. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm game. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm totally game. You know, um, I, I would be thrilled. Right. So, what, what would be the most terrifying place that you've been to? So, as far as the most terrifying place, I don't really get terrified, to be honest with you. I haven't run into anything that scared me, so to say. I will tell you that I've been to places where I could feel a, just a gloom, you know, like mm-hmm. like just heaviness. And I imagine if I went to a prison, which I haven't done yet, I would get that feeling. But at I went to Preston Castle in Ione, California, and it was a reform school for boys. And it was when it was made in the late 1800s, 
it was supposed to teach these kids a trade. They, if they went to jail, they had a choice. They could go here and learn a trade and, and kind of get a military style, uh, training and, and basically whip you in shape. But instead of that happening, it more happened that they just beat the crap out of these kids all the time. Um, and a lot of bad things happen there. And and you being a medium, if you went there, I think you'd understand the gloominess um, and heaviness. Yeah, I would feel it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would have to say Preston Castle would be, but it also is a beautiful place. I bet. I have, I've heard of it, but I haven't got a chance to go there yet. If you get a chance, go there and call me. I'll meet you. We'll, we'll check it out. It, it it's one of my favorite places. I'm actually oh. a bird member there. Um, oh, well, yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there. Right, I'm trying to stitch the questions. I know I'm sitting the questions, but uh, I keep adding some more. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, um, just these with speed of equipment. Um, what would be a go to? equipment that you would use all right so go to and i'll t- I'll tell you this if you're gonna if you've never done paranormal investigating the first thing the absolute first thing you should get is, is a digital recorder and, and anyone you can get your hands on it's going to work you can even right. use a shoebox tape recorder just just make sure you get an external mic for it okay mm-hmm. they are not expensive but I would say definitely a, a digital recorder or a recorder of some kind. Usually the cheaper, the better. Okay. Oh. Um, my other device that I just, I mean, I couldn't investigate without is an EMF detector. Um, because the way I investigate or I do, it's more like a ghost hunter style. You know, we do a baseline and then, you know, move to basically another baseline and then from there it goes to validation. Um, You know, um, those are the two things that are just absolutely imperative that I have with me every time I investigate. Okay, that's cool. All right, let's see. Do you prefer home investigations or other holiday locations? I definitely prefer home investigations, Mm -hmm. without a doubt. I think they're more personal. Um, right. I I think they're more interesting because a lot of times they're untreaded territory. Because right. one thing that I'm concerned about when you when you investigate, especially when it's the bigger places like Waverly and all that, is what can be created. You know, when you're investigating, is, is a tulpa. Okay, and what a tulpa is basically is. I, you know, say say you're going to go back to the Queen Mary, right? And you've been right. there quite a few times. Yeah. So all kinds of anticipation is built up, right? All kinds of energy is being put into going to that location, okay? And it's all created. And so you can almost manifest a spirit, okay? I was wondering about that. <laughs> so when it comes to these bigger locations... I kind of have that in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, mm. I could be investigating something isn't real because so many people have anticipated going and seeing blah, blah, blah. Right now I still want to right. look at it. I want to investigate it, 
But when I go into a home, it's somebody's home. It's personal. Yeah. You know, it's 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 something that's there that's bothering them. And I want to help them figure out what it is and try and deal with the problem. Okay? And so I prefer that more than anything because I feel like I get the most, you know, satisfaction out of it. You know, helping someone. That's what I really like doing. Yeah, that's the main pain, the main part. Sorry, I'm so tired today. The main part of um, yeah. helping others, both the living and the dead. Mm-hmm. She's our dog. It's not a ghost dog. That's my husband's dog. It's okay. I've got three dogs and four cats. <laughs> They're being really good right now, so don't don't sweat it. Why um, should we start it at that? So I apologize about that. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of the home investigations, do you also do a uh, like house cleansing? So I personally don't. Um, I do have two people on my team, uh, Leslie and CL Thomas, that are very, very good at that kind of thing. That's that's the that's beauty it. of creating a team. Okay, because each of us have yeah. different skill sets, and and Leslie and and CL both have different types of, of ways of doing it. Um, but they're both very skilled, and they can definitely handle that. Also, we know quite a few people in the community that we've met that can help us. Um, none of us are real skilled on on the demon portion. Um, mm-hmm. So if we we have not ran into that type of entity, um, I was just going to so ask you that. Yeah, we do, we do know people that can handle that for us, you know, right. and that are very skilled at it. Um, so, you know, like I said, we don't have every tool in the tool shed. We have quite a few tools, but we always know people that can help us out and, and, and take care of our clients. Yeah. Yeah. That's good about teamwork. <laughs> yeah. The dark, the dark entities, the demons mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, I, I tend to be more of a tech guy, um, and oh. more science-based. Where where CL and and Leslie, you know, they're they're into the arts and Wicca and and things of that nature and and you know when it comes to any of that kind of stuff, you know, th- those are my people. You know, they 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 know how right, to handle those kind of things. You know. Yeah, it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you guys are just listening, I'm talking to Brian Bahal, a paranormal investigator. He also has Paramigos, para if I say it right. <laughs> yeah, the Paramigos. Thank you guys for listening. We're Paranormal Radio. And and Pin Bo, also from Mitzler.com. And uh, Terry, if you're my he's everybody, thank you for listening. And please send us your questions. Don't keep me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Mike Davis has a question, uh, speaking of which. Uh, what does Brian think about Zot Vegas? I always say his name wrong, but running into demons every week. Say that one more time. I, I didn't quite catch that. All right. So, um, what what do you think about Zot Vegas running into demons every week? Okay. So, um, for one thing, I I am a huge fan of of Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Ghost Adventures. I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. Um, Now, TV is what TV is. Um, It's entertainment. I do think that that Zach Bagans is a very smart man. 
I think he's a very skilled man. I think uh, he, look, the guy's a way better investigator than I could ever be. Okay. Uh, on the other end, I don't run into demons all the time. Maybe that's TV. Maybe it's not. But out of respect, I have absolute 100% respect for all those guys, especially Zach Bagans. Um, I'd love to have a beer with the guy. Um, yeah, what? <laughs> but TV is TV. Okay. You know, I'm sure if I went out ghost hunting with Zach Bagans, he would blow me away. Okay. So, um, but yeah, you've been at it for a long time. So it's like, I, I've seen yeah, their and, and like, started. <laughs> yeah, one of his team members, I mean, I loaned me a piece of equipment. I can't say enough good things about the guys. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they all get to see his haunted museum. Have you been there yet? Or? <laughs> so I've been there twice. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, I I had a couple of problems getting in there. One time I brought my two teenage boys, and they weren't oh, well. 18 and above. That was my bad. I didn't I didn't uh, read the the website <laughs> well enough, and so I wasn't able to get in. Um, and, you know, they were really kind and they refunded me like right away and they took care. They were, you know, like a class act. The second time, I didn't realize that it wasn't, the place wasn't really handicap accessible. And I, I'd taken my my wife and my daughter, my daughter's in a wheelchair. Oh, and so if you see the house, it's an older house and it really right, isn't, yeah. you know, handicap accessible. So I totally understood. Like I said, again, they they refunded me right away. But I just kind of gave up after that because I got a family, you know what I mean? So I just, I couldn't get in there, but I, I've heard nothing but good things about that place. You know, I, everybody tells me there's stuff that happens to them. They see things. It sounds like a great experience. If I ever do go, I'm just going to go by myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I have a friend of mine. She lives out there and like, whenever I go visit her, we're going to go there. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully when it gets fuller. <laughs> yeah, C- CL, she, she lives in Vegas. I mean, and she's been there multiple times, and she tells me, you got you have to go there. You have to experience it. And I, I will eventually. I just, you know, right now, raising kids and stuff, it's just, it's it's not my forte. You know, it's just not going to happen. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, let's see. I lost my questions. <laughs> But um, what advice would you give to someone that's like new in this paranormal field? Oh, sure. Um, first off, uh, it's not TV. It <laughs> is not TV. <laughs> um, but that's okay. You can have fun doing it. it you know, mm-hmm. the best thing about going ghost hunting to me is the excitement about going to a new place. Some place you never would have gone before if you hadn't seen like ghost adventures, right? I mean, it's exciting to think I'm going to go to Preston Castle today, right? And then you go there and you stay in a crazy wonky hotel, all right? You meet crazy wonky people and Mm. you you experience something you never would have done before, you know? You go to an old place that, you know, has just kind of, it's not Disneyland, okay? (laughs) It's it's, it's an old ghost town. Um, You go there experience that but you know when you go there be respectful Mm -hmm. be respect 
and respectful to the rules because what I try and tell people is when you ghost hunt and it says no trespassing, don't go in there. Get permission. You know, it's not worth going to jail it, for us. It's that, and it also makes a bad name for what we do, you know? True, yeah. So, you know, be respectful. Um, you don't need a ton of gear. Really, you you can get communication through just something. Yeah. You know, you can pay like $30 for a digital recorder. Get a K2. I think they're like twenty six bucks. You but know? if you're a medium like me, we just use our own body. You know. Yeah, you don't. You don't need anything. You, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, but be respectful of the location. Be respectful of the spirits. Don't go yeah. in there yelling and screaming at them. Just talk to them. And you know, the more you do that, the more they're going to open up to you. Okay, yes. if you go in there yelling and screaming at them. There's no telling what's going to happen. So I wonder why that, that, don't do that, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's my advice. Yeah, they were people was too, so I respect on that. Yeah. So anyway, what are your thoughts on the uh, Ouija boards? They're fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't use them personally. I would, uh, I if we. We haven't used one in an investigation. Um, I know I know that Leslie likes to use tarot cards. She likes to use the Ouija board. I would. I like tarot. You, know, you, you do. You use tarot. Yeah. I don't personally. I'm more of a science-based guy. But you know, I know that Leslie and CL know the ins and outs of using a spirit board. Okay. You need to be careful with those. There's a certain right. way to open it and a certain way to close it. I don't know how to do that. So I'd leave it up to the professionals in my team that handle that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm using, I'm guilty. <laughs> now there are some th- that think that a spirit box is kind of the same thing because yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking to a spirit, right? It's and you don't know what's on the other side, but it's not. Um, I Ouija board, there is a process to open and close, you know, discussion with them. And, and turning a spirit box is not on. It's not the same thing. Right. I still use it in a respectful manner as well. Mm-hmm. Either one of those tools. <laughs> uh, any shout-outs you'd like to give to anybody? Um, we're already halfway through the show. <laughs> oh, well. It's flying by. <laughs> it is, yeah. So, I'm sorry. What'd you say about shadows? If, if you have any um, shout outs that you like to. Oh, uh, shout out. Um, Actually, I, I would like to make a couple announcements if you don't mind. Um, sure, first off, my, my really good friend, uh, CL Thomas, okay, she wrote oh. a book called Speaking to Shadows. It's on Amazon. Um, and she's like the partner in my team. She's my co-lead investigator. Oh, congratulations. So, th- thank you so much. I mean, she, she, she does a really good job. She's an amazing writer. Uh, so if anybody could pick up her book, I'd really appreciate it. Also, uh, the Paramigos are going to be at the Vulture City Paracon, October uh, 7th, 3 9th. Uh, that's like in three weeks and like, uh, I don't, I'm a big fan of unearthing the supernatural. Those guys are going to be there. Um, oh, man. Get it, their autographs. Par- <laughs> uh, 
I'll do that. Definitely. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably have them sign my forehead to be honest with you. Awesome. So, you know, I'll, I'll take a picture for it, <laughs> but, uh, I am stoked to meet them. Um, there's going to be a lot of different uh, people there, but those, those guys are my favorite. It's, oh, I, love I think show. it's a paraflix event. Um, huh. but we, we have a booth there and so we will be there awesome. and we'll be promoting seals book and her podcast and a whole number of other things. And so if you could find the time to get out to Wickenburg, Arizona, I'd love to see you there. I have a cousin that lives out there with me. Um, I'm right with you. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Get your yeah, booty out go. there, sister. <laughs> I need to get out more, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, let's see. We have questions from George. Uh, he says, being Hi, the George. science Let me rewind. Being a science guy, <laughs> would you uh-huh. say capture the EVP is proof of spirit? Okay, so I heard being a science guy, I didn't catch the first part. What about would it be a Would it be a, like, capture the proof of a spirit? Okay, so EVP, look, I mean, you're speaking into the thing. And something responds to you, and you're not hearing it. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's legitimate proof. I really do. Um, you know, there there are different types of recorders. Um, the linear PCM that I use is different. It has a lot of filters and things. So if anything mm-hmm. comes through that, I mean, it's legit. Um, you tend to pick up stuff more with the cheaper recorders that don't have the shielding, et cetera. Um, I think it's legit too. Um, you know, you can, you can, you can look at it, um, right. in wave format when you put it on a computer, it's there. It's, it's a voice. It's talking to you. Um, I don't like to taint my EVPs. I, I will, mm-hmm. I won't like distort them in any way. I think that's BS. Uh, I think it distorts it. So yeah, they, um, you do that like on audacity or some other program. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't I don't do anything I don't do anything to change you know the sound or make it louder or anything like that. I I take it for what it is. If I can hear it clearly through a set of headphones, I consider that uh, good evidence. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not like some disembodied voice when you don't pick it up, but you will pick it up on a recorder and you know you got something. Yeah, uh, one thing that's <laughs> interesting to try, uh, and I do it quite often. Uh-huh. Like I said, I run my one recorder the entire time I'm investigating, right? Right. It's it's cool to kind of try not asking questions and see if you get a response. Just run your recorder. You I know? tried it. I left it in a room. And I left the room and, you know, on a piano. So I know it's, that mm-hmm. piano I have is haunted. So I just left, left it on there and sure enough, I would hear piano notes on there or someone humming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You'll pick up noises. You'll pick up all kinds of things, and it's kind of creepy, you know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> That's but true. Um, also, you know, before you just leave it in a place, or if you carry it around with you, just tell them, tell the spirit what it is. Maybe they don't know. Maybe you're in Chloride, Arizona, where no one's ever investigated before. So, I would say, you know, try and com- start communication with the spirit. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself. Tell them, hey, I, this is what I'm here to do. I'd love it if you see this little red light, you see that, just speak into that, 
and just let me know who you are, what you are. You know, if you don't want to talk to me, okay. If you want to make a knocking noise, you can do that. You know, that's, that's the way I like to approach that. Yeah, that's good. You know, <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, what are my questions here? Um, what's the difference from a ghost or spirit? What's the difference with what? From a ghost or a spirit. Okay. So ghosts or spirit, I consider to be both the same thing. Um, yeah. I, it, I think because there's different, like there's Native American belief, there's there's uh, Jewish belief, Catholic belief, you know, talking about spirits and things. Um, oh, there's yeah. just a lot of name, a lot of different names for for ghosts, basically. All right, you can call it an apparition. Um, when I think of it like an apparition, I think of more like mm-hmm. maybe a ghost that you can see. Okay. But really and truly, if you look at the definition of all, it's basically the same thing. Um, so I, I think it's more like maybe what religious background you have, or maybe it's, um, you know, the way you've been raised, et cetera, that kind of bring those words out. I, like, I think ghost is fun. I like mm-hmm. that word. It, it makes me kind of think of Ghostbusters. It makes me think of right, like stories. So I, I prefer to use either an entity or or a ghost, but really and truly, they're all the same thing. Yes, yeah. Uh, how did I answer my question? What, what is the advice of recording EVP? Um, Do you have anything you'd like to add on there? Um. Recording EVP, uh, I can tell you the way I do it, okay? Mm-hmm. So I use a Tascam. I, I, it's, uh, it's an 05. Um, it's a linear PCM recorder, and, oh, and wow. I carry around with the, the equipment that I carry around. Um, so it'll be all together with, like, a camera, EMF detector, um, and it would also have a spirit box attached to it, okay? And that's on record at all times. It's also set up so I can do the assets method uh, quite easily with the speaker, okay? I also carry in my pocket, I carry a cheap, I think it's a Panasonic or something like that, just a regular old digital recorder that I can use easily in the dark. Um, And I use that for burst sessions, okay? And I like to have that one linear PCM running at all times because when I run the burst session, okay, it's going to catch that. Right, but I can validate what I catch. Okay, so if you basically have two recorders running at the same time, right, and you get a spirit talking to you uh, on two different recorders, well, that validates it, right? Mm-hmm. Now I understand that maybe the spirit doesn't want to talk on the one recorder. Blah blah blah. You can always take that in consideration. But for me, I like to try and always validate things with two pieces of equipment. I think it just makes it legitimate. Well, thank you for explaining that. Um, yeah. Can you ask a question? Um, does Brian have any interest in other aspects of the paranormal, like UFO or cryptid monsters? Yeah, so I do. I've actually heard Bigfoot. I was mm-hmm. a kid. I went uh, up to Edison, California, and oh, wow. I was 
with my dad camping. My dad was snoring next to me, and I was laying in my sleeping bag. All of a sudden, I hear this high-pitched scream. I, I've never heard anything like it before in my freaking life. Scared the living crap out of me. I remember I, I had a buck knife with me at the time, and I busted that baby <laughs> out. And I, I'm like sitting there. It's like, I don't know what the hell that is, but, you know, I'm ready. And I could hear huge, like, footsteps just, like, crunching. This massive animal was up on the hillside across the creek, and I heard it coming towards our fires, our, the embers that were kind of burning right by our, oh, wow. where we were sleeping. And I heard it cross the water, and I heard it get pretty close to where we were. I never saw it, but I heard it scream two, three times and heard it come towards us, and then I never saw it or heard it again. But it was oh, not wow. a bear. It was not Much an owl. Than a bear. <laughs> it was a big, big creature, okay? Um, so I definitely believe in Bigfoot. I definitely believe in uh, aliens, without a doubt. I've never seen anything. Mm-hmm. I take that back. I have seen something once, and it, it, it blew us away. We, my kid came in and said, Dad, there's something in the sky. And oh, wow. so we went out our front door and we saw these lights that were moving kind of like, you know, those Japanese lanterns. You know what those are? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were going up one at a time and then shooting up real fast and disappearing. And I saw seven of them do that. Oh, wow. Those Japanese lanterns just don't fly up and disappear. No. Okay. <laughs> So we did see that. I don't know what it was. I don't know how to approach, you know, searching for aliens. I don't know how to approach searching for Bigfoot. Um, I would be more of a thing if I knew someone that was that knew what they were doing, or right. if they saw an anomaly, you know, multiple times, and maybe I could go hang out with. But it's just mm-hmm. not something that I pursued because I'm so into what I'm doing now. And right. it's become kind of like where I go to homes and help people. And that's kind of taken up all my time. But mm-hmm. I would definitely like to try at one point in time in my life for sure. And uh, I believe they're all related. I think Bigfoot, oh, yeah. aliens, ghosts, uh, no all of it is all one thing. It's all under one umbrella. Oh, yeah. Sure. I always say, if I ever run into Bigfoot, I wouldn't know if I would do that with paint or run away or both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like I hate for that matter. Um, that's not my cup of tea. Those, I can barely handle. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I see them all the time. So, I always say, yeah. life is a medium. And I actually wrote a book about my experience in life and mediums. And Did I, you? Yeah, it's up on Amazon. And I believe Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I'm okay, also. I'm just curious because I'm not. I'm a terrible reader. Okay, mm-hmm. I like fall asleep within three pages. Did Did you <laughs> do it in an audio format? I wish I need to step yeah. up my game and start doing my books in audio. That's something what I need to talk to CL about. You know, like I read her book. Um, but I, yeah, I, 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 I gotta tell her from now on, just do it in audio, man. That way I can, because I drive a lot. So I can just pop that thing in, or I can turn it on on my phone, and I I'm can listen to way. it. the same way. I can read fast, but it's like I fall asleep afterwards. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm out within like like five pages. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I love listening to Audible too. I've never had doing paintings or writing or whatever. I listen to Audible. Yeah, I'm pretty much like an Audible podcast guy. I if if someone has a podcast, I'm gonna listen to it. You know, if you tell yeah, me, yeah, hey, I got podcast. this podcast, I will check it out, <laughs> and I'll probably be your biggest fan. You know, I'm always oh, looking to you. learn like new things. You know. Uh, I know we have friends that do podcasts and and uh, I love them to death and I support them. Yeah, in Adam every way story, Adam historian, they have great podcasts. Adam Bacon. He, <laughs> he is like yeah, so up. charismatic and fun and and I'm yeah. glad you guys are partners on on this Paranormal King Radio. I think that's awesome. See, I always say I always learn something new from their from their podcasts <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it's already been. What an hour for our show, and thank you so much for being with us tonight. It, Nicole, you know, it's been a real pleasure, and it is, it, that hour flew by. It really oh, did. Man. You know, <laughs> and, and I had a good time. I, I really you. appreciate you inviting me. I appreciate sure, Ron, you know, um, you know, kind of introducing himself at the beginning, and mm-hmm. I think uh, I listened, I do listen to uh, Paranormal King Radio. I have the app on my phone, and uh, oh, you know awesome. it's, it's, it's a real honor <laughs> to be on here and talk to you guys and and listen to my stupid ideas. Okay, and uh, all of you guys in chat, man, thank you for the questions and and the interest. I appreciate it. Uh, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can mm-hmm. find me on Facebook. Uh, just look up the Paramigos, and it's uh, Paramigos with two G's. Okay. Also, you can email me at uh, paramigos with two G's at gmail.com. And I believe I found that group for you, so I shared it in the chat. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, oh, so no uh, you guys can get a hold of me and I'll answer your questions or anything I can do to help you. I'm here for you. I love helping people. I love I love human beings. I I I, I love spirits. I, I love it all. And anything I can do for you, just let me know. Well, thank you. Maybe come back with some of your team members and as well. You always want the best. I would love to. Anytime. Awesome. Great. And uh, thank you, guys. And everybody says thank you. Great show. And thank you, guys, for listening. Y'all have a great night. Thank you, Brian. All right. Thank you, Nicole. It was a pleasure. And I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. My name is Nicole Jaspard. I'm an empath and paranormal investigator. I am also an author of a dozen books. Thank you for listening to Haunted Real Connections, where I'll bring you the best mediums and paranormal people the field has to offer. Stay tuned for another great show on Paranormal King Radio.